the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. I don't know why I'm in syllables. My name is Talon Jenkins, joined by our host. We are Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing good. Friday night. The Phillies are, are red hot here. Big, big win again tonight. So, yeah, I'm doing good. Beers are flowing. Phillies are winning. And there's hockey news to talk about. Uh, <laughs> if you can call this news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, as for myself, I'm uh, much more bored than Ryan is, but that's okay. We got stuff going on. We got stuff uh, in the frying pan. We got the Premier League going on this weekend. Um, we got NFL preseason, which is boring as fuck. You know, I thought that I'll be putting on the the preseason on the main screen last night, seeing as the Blue Bombers were minus 13 and a half point favorites against the uh, Edmonton Elks, who I think are setting the record for the most uh, losses, uh, consecutive losses ever in the CFL. But uh, true to form, the CFL, once again, outperformed the preseason because the Alex going out to a 22-0 lead. The Bombers lost their starting quarterback, so they're playing this backup guy, Drew Brown, spelled D-R-U for some reason. Um, and they come back, and they almost fucking cover the original spread. So I was I was sweating the plus 13, whatever it was, uh, after being up 22-0 in the second quarter with them down to the backup QB. So that's just so insane the CFL is. It always delivers. Meanwhile, the NFL preseason is boring as fuck. I can't watch it, uh, even though, <laughs> you know, you, you put some bets on it, usually on the totals, whatever, and uh, makes it somewhat interesting. But still, it, it's just, it's unbearable. It's, it's, uh, anyway. Why do you got to, why do you got to do that? Why you got to hate life, Joel? Why can't I, we I, just watch preseason football? I hate NFL preseason football. Is it, watching is it. NFL, it's pointless. Is it better than Get XFL and USFL? I don't watch that shit. I have no idea. It is, it 100% is. Are you sure? <laughs> is it actually though? I'm pretty I'll sure. Watch after watching USFL, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't. I didn't watch any XFL, so maybe I'm wrong on that. But after watching USFL, yeah, preseason's a little bit better. Not is by much. Than, is it better than CFL? Oh fuck no! And speaking of that, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Speaking of that, guess who got a little phone call last night? It's about last night. It's about 10 p.m. I'm sitting there, you know, I just finished dinner, chilling with my girl, watching some TV, had a couple of beers and shit. I'm feeling nice little buzz. My phone starts ringing. I'm like, who in the fuck is calling me at 10 p.m. on a on a Thursday night? Who fucking nobody calls anybody? But I look, I see three letters on my phone, and it spells D A D. And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? What's what's my it's my dad? What's fucking Timmer up to? What's Timmer doing at 10 p.m. on a Thursday night? I answer the phone. This motherfucker must have been drinking wobbly pops since about fucking noon on a Thursday. This retired old fucking white. Because he answers his phone. He's like, son, I'm my father. He's like, what are you doing Sunday? And I'm like, honestly, nothing. I'm not working. I'm you know, probably just chilling, watching some golf. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, why not? 
He's like, because I got two fucking tickets to the Argos versus Ottawa, baby. Let's fucking go. So Sunday, Sunday night, 7 p.m., I'm going to be getting absolutely crushed with old man Timmer. We're going to be fucking drinking beers. We're going to be at the Argos game. We're going to be having a fucking father-son blast, baby. We're going to be eating fucking hot dogs. We're going to be drinking beers. We're going to be ogling cheerleaders. It's going to be yourself a grand old time. And you know what? I might just put down like a fucking, maybe like a $500 bet or a $300 bet or something fucking stupid on the Argos here to cover a spread. So I'm fucking excited. Speaking of the CFL, I am very glad that you guys reminded me of that. But uh, I'm I'm right there with you. I'll, I'll be I'll be betting on the Argos for you. Hell yeah! Sunday night, everybody's got to bet Argos. Jolie, I know, I know you don't like doing stuff, but like, can can you do this stuff for me? What's the spread? I don't know. I haven't looked yet. Okay. Well, uh, depends on the spread. No, but, no, uh, no, 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 no. You got to be in with the boys. Come on. All right. We'll we'll have we'll, Ooh, we'll minus, lean your way. I'll give you a lean. Minus ten. We're <laughs> covering. Yeah. They're going to win by 20. They're going to win Ottawa by 30. Ottawa sucks. Ottawa it's in, sucks. It's in Toronto, right? It's in not Toronto, down yes. to Ottawa. I'm not a fight, but you can pay me to go to Ottawa ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's feasible. Okay, okay. Well, we'll keep us posted. We'll be talking about this in the Discord all you know, Saturday and stuff. But I just got really excited because you guys brought that up, and I kind of forgot for a second. So that's going to be fucking sick. Uh, other than that, I'm doing good, bro. You know, I'm just chilling. It's fucking weekend. I'm I just crushed a bunch of wings and fries and garlic bread. Feeling like a fat piece of shit and drinking beer since I've been off work. It's been a, it's been a hell of a two and a half hours. But other than that, we're doing good. Uh, I don't know, Julie. Golf. Any any thoughts on the golf so far this weekend? What's what's going on? What are your how are your bets looking? Um, what do I got? Uh. Not 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 much. Jordan Spieth, <laughs> it wasn't even one of my bets. You know, every I, whenever I'm putting a large card together, I usually just throw a few uh, pinata bets in. It's where you like spin the thing and then it gives you uh, a random you golfer at sixty to one. And so I usually just put like five five dollar bets on those two things. And Jordan Spieth is one of them. He's my best shot right now. And I also got John Rahm as one of the pinata ones. So my best pinata ever, and that's just the tournament that John Rahm totally uh, bails on the first day. He had a lot of bad luck, though. I was actually watching a good bit of that one. Uh, it's like he hit a tree and went out of bounds, and then Rory hit the same fucking tree. It went back into the fairway, 20 darts down the fairway. <laughs> so uh, fucking lucky Rory, as usual. Uh, so, yeah, Rom had some bad luck there. And my actual bets, uh, I don't know, Morikawa was still in it, I guess. A um, couple other guys, some were floating behind, but it looks like it's going to be a, a pretty chalky finish with, with uh, Scheffler and Rory. Uh, and Fleetwood once again. But we know Fleetwood's never going to win, right? He's going to go all flaccid on Sunday. So, yes, yeah, sir. it's, it's, it's going to be Scheffler or Rory most likely. How about Literally. Rory just ripping uh, Mickelson for his, for his gambling? Yo, habits? fuck that. Okay, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Can I, like, all right, I know that this. I, I know, Ryan knows how to tea talent up. Bro, <laughs> I know that this is a word that we're not really supposed to say anymore. But Rory McIlroy and anybody that likes Rory McIlroy is fucking retarded, okay? Fuck this guy so fucking much. He can't help but just be a biggest fucking piece of shit. Ripping fucking Phil Mickelson, arguably this fucking second great, maybe maybe not second, maybe like at least a top five greatest golfer of all goddamn time. And for what? Just because you don't like the guy? I know we've been preaching this. I've been saying this for almost a year now. 
But, like, this guy isn't a fucking leader. Everybody that goes off, oh, Rory McIlroy stepped up to be the, the leader for the PGA during this live shit. No, he's a, he's a total fucking piece of scum. Look at what he had in the meeting. What was it? Like, the 250th ranked player stepped up to, like, say something against Liv, and Rory tells this guy to play better? Is that the leader you want? This guy that can't even fucking battle around in heavy tournaments. He just chokes away. He's barely won shit over the past two years that's meaningful. Yeah, I'll give him. He's won a handful of tournaments. Congrats. Well, guess what? If you're trying to be the big dick poppy swinging motherfucker of the goddamn PGA, then you sure as shit better be in contention every tournament. Look at Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler's been like top 12 for the past like 12 weeks in every tournament or something stupid like that. So this guy, man, I got no more time for him. Fuck Rory. If you like Rory, you're honestly a little scum fucking piece of shit. Like this, I can't I can't even handle it. I just see this guy. He is, His head is so far up his own ass that literally his nose might as well be a piece of shit. This guy is like, honestly, it goes like Hitler, fucking Osama bin Laden, fucking Saddam Hussein, maybe like Joseph, Joseph Mangala, Joseph, uh, yeah, Joseph Stalin, you're right, throw him in the mix there, um, Gaddafi, and then Rory McIlroy. That's where the list are of total scumbags. Uh, I think Rory might be, might be worse than Gaddafi. I, it's it's a close fucking seventh, bro. I'm just saying. This guy, I am so sick of him. Honestly, I don't wish like ill on many people, but if this guy were to just break both his legs tomorrow, I would I would probably celebrate, to be honest with you. I'm so sick of this guy's shit. Fuck Rory McIlroy. I hope that he falls out of a tree. I hope he goes and tries to be a hero and step on the mic, sp- or mic stand and tear somebody else apart, and he just fucking dies. I don't care. Fuck Rory McIlroy. I'm sorry. It was pretty funny, though, what he said, so... No, it was. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck him. It's low-hanging um, fruit, right? It's just uh, pick. It's just whatever all the crowd are saying. So Rory can get away with it. It's it's nothing that uh, it's too controversial. It's an easy easy jab, which is uh, kind of a low blow, but it's it's the easy way. Like Rory's never stood for something real in his life, uh, and uh, the PJ certainly isn't a, a real entity, as they proved by selling out to live anyway. You lost. You lost. Accept it. You lost. You're on the losing side. You try to be a hero. You lost. And when you were saying, like, Scheffler is like the top dog. And I, I, honestly, I'm a very, very casual golf fan. I had no idea what Scotty Scheffler looked like until I just looked him up. So that's that's how much he's <laughs> out of the spotlight. So Jaw. That jaw. <laughs> yeah, it's all jaw, baby. Texas Longhorn. He is a Longhorn. That's it. Uh, all right. Let's keep this moving here. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. What do we got going on? You know, we just talked a little bit about golf. We got the FedEx St. Jude tournament going on. Uh, I got a couple guys in the hunt, actually. Sorry, give me one second. I didn't even talk about it. I got some guys sniffing, you know. They're still a little bit far back. But I got Scheffler. I got, who else? Sorry, I got Shoffley. I got Cantlay. You know, I got Morikawa. These guys, I got Thigala. These guys are sniffing around here. I got Hovland. He shot 600 today. Still six back, but you never know. Two days, it could happen. So a couple guys in the mix. We'll keep it posted on there. Uh, what else is going on? We got fucking NASCAR is doing its thing. MMA is doing its thing. F1 is doing its thing. Basketball. I haven't really heard of anything coming out of the basketball world. I don't know if, if that's good or bad, but maybe you guys can can talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, baseball. Ryan, what's up with baseball? You guys are fucking 20,000 games into your 30,000 game season. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, September is really when it, when it ramps up, but now it's post-trade deadline. Teams are separating themselves from the pack, and the, the Phillies are red hot, so I'm uh, quite excited about that. Who won the trade deadline, if you were to say? I mean, the Phillies. The, the, the pitcher the oh. Phillies traded for threw a no-hitter in his first home start. I heard the Blue Jays signed uh, Jose Batista. 
They did. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to get uh, get punched again, but he signed a one-day contract, I think. Yeah. All right. I, I hate that. Have we established that we don't like those, or do we like those? You've, you've established uh, multiple times that you don't like the Blue Jays, yeah. No, no, not the Blue Jays, but the one-day contracts the one day contracts oh, for retirement. The one day con- what's the opinion here? Like, what's what's the point of signing them? Just bring them back, have the ceremony. You don't have to, like, retire that that, that, that team. Yeah, Jolie, what do you think? So if anybody, if say in 20 years that McKinnon was to play for another team and came back to Colorado and signed a one day contract to retire, would you like that or no? Uh, to be honest, I wasn't paying attention to what your guys were saying. Uh, yeah, that's, that's whatever. Who cares? Let, let him retire as an avalanche. It's, what are you uh, watching? What are you watching right now? What's, what's on the uh, I just watched uh, Carlos Alcraz lose to Tommy Paul. Uh, I was going to ask you about that. I wasn't sure if you were you were spoiling yourself or not. I saw saw it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, big upset too. And uh, Dmitry Medvedev went out earlier too. So both both one and two seeds went down today in the quarterfinals. So it's going to be a, a less than shocky uh, semis, that's for sure, out there in uh, your part of the world. All right, cool. I I said I was going to go last time. I I did not go. But that's okay. Uh, what else is going on in World Sports? That pretty much covers it, man. If you want to find all that information, you can find it all at the SGPN website. Uh, Argos kick ass. Uh, be sure to read the articles. Lots of stuff going on, man. People put a lot of passion, a lot of love into those articles. So, you know, give it a good read. You know, it's a nice way. If you're chilling there at work or something, you're on your phone, or if you're just, you know, chilling at home, or if you're, like, waiting for, like, a bus or some shit. Yeah, go read the articles. Uh, and, of course, listen to the other shows. Everybody absolutely kills her. There's so much good shit coming out with, you know, we got college football right around the fucking corner. That's, like, what, less than three weeks away. So that's going to be absolutely sick. Uh, so, yeah, of course, uh, check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Those guys do a fantastic job all the time. Uh, and, yeah, you can find all that at the SGPN website. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, man. You know, we've, uh, we've had some good uh, some good times going on in the Discord lately. There's been some decent conversations. Everyone's we're on the Pharaoh watch, you know, so that's always good in the hockey channel. We're looking out for fucking mummies and shit walking around. So that's that's always important. So, you know, keep, keep up the good work when it comes to that. Uh, also... We might have had a little bit of a shark attack the other day. I was kind of <laughs> deceived, but uh, so there's tons of stuff going on in the Discord, baby. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Everybody in there, you guys are all fucking bunch of beauties. Uh, good luck to everybody that's uh, what like a, a quarter of the way or less than a quarter of the way through uh, a long draft. So I hope you guys are all doing very well. Uh, best of luck to everybody involved with that. And uh, hell yeah, if you're not in the Discord, you can get in the Discord. You can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We should have pointed you the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTTP Twitter account. Uh, or you can be, I don't know, not signing a one-day contract because apparently Joel doesn't even give a shit either way here or there. So if you're not signing a one-day contract, then uh, you'll, I'm sure Joel will find you because he hates people that sign one-day contracts. Not really, though, because he doesn't really give a shit either way. <laughs> but even if he did or didn't like you, he would still be able to track you down and point you how to get into the Discord. That was so bad. You turned it into uh, five and a half out of ten. <laughs> hey, I'll take it, buddy. Scavenge. That's cool. And if you're not already, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, your preferred podcast platform, and make sure you join the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Uh, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides the season-long contest, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. Oh, my God, boy. I'm sorry. My mouth is so garlicky right now. I had garlic bread and garlic smoky wings. I'm just sitting here. All I taste is garlic. 
It's not good. We're in trouble. You like afra- you're afraid of vampires up there or something? What's going on? No, I don't know. It, it just kind of happened. Honestly, I don't know. Do you guys think you could take a vampire? Like, if it came down to it? No, come on. Probably you don't not. think so? No. You don't think so? No, I'm not delusional. Do you think you'd give him a run for his money at least? Like, a couple, shot, couple good shots in? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Tell you what, I'll give it a try if it's uh, Kate Beckinsale from the Underworld. Ooh, ooh, that's a uh, Joel, That's a great answer. Hell yeah, you win. Whatever this is, you fucking win. Uh, you guys, you guys watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows. It's a fantastic show on uh, FX and Hulu. So right, what you do, in, what you do in your home in Philadelphia is no concern of us. Okay, it's, it's a good show. Some, <laughs> someone will back me up in the Discord. Somebody will. Probably Catfish. Julie, what are you? Are you watching anything good? Uh, yeah, they, um, there's a show called Good Omens. Is that in English? Oh, Jess watches it. Jess watches it. She likes it. Yeah, I like the first season. I'm halfway through the second. It's not as good. Uh, yeah, it's about a, a a demon and an angel who become friends and uh, end up working together against heaven and hell to save humanity. Something like that. But it's uh, Neil Gaiman, if you know who he is. He does the, yeah, the yeah, Sandman yeah. and all that. Uh, American Gods. So it's it's pretty funny. It's cool. It's like a very British humor kind of thing, right? Oh yeah, that's, yeah. They, they, that's one thing the English do well at least. Hell yeah. The one thing. We just finished the last season of Jack Ryan. Not gonna lie, Jim from The Office just fucking shit up is always pretty cool to see. So hell yeah, check that out. Um, all right, time to talk hockey. This is a hockey show. This is the Hockey Gambling Podcast with Hockey Ryan, Hockey Joel, and Hockey Talent. So boys, are we ready to talk some hockey here or what? Hockey yeah. <laughs> hockey yeah. All right. First little bit of news on the docket. I'm going to, full disclosure here, these news, this this all sucks. So we're, we're kind of grasping at straws here. But we're going to make the best of we can. First thing on the docket, we got some news coming out of the greatest city in all of North America. Dare I say it, the greatest city in the entire world. The Toronto Maple Leafs were able to sign goaltender Martin Jones, Magic Hands Martin Jones, to a one-year $875,000 contract. I can guarantee you there is nobody in this city that has ever spoke ill towards one Magic Hands Martin Jones. Everybody has always loved him that lives in Toronto. So this is a very, very intriguing, very positive signing for the Maple Leaf fan base. Uh, now, from a personal note, Magic Hands Martin Jones is 33 years old. He has played in 444 career games, uh, 225 wins, 163 losses, 35 overtime losses. That's actually not that bad. Uh, career 2.7 goals against average, a career 9.05 save percentage with 28 shutouts. Uh, last year, he played 48 games with the Seattle Kraken. Uh, he racked up 27 wins, 13 losses, and three overtime losses. Uh, 2.95 goals against average and a .0887 save percentage. Oh, let's call this what it is. This is just, is this just camp-like? camp shenanigans like trying to get a little bit of a push for the backup role let's face it either way here pretty much you can only carry like what like two active goaltenders on your roster at a time right now uh i guess you technically can carry three but in the leafs case with how struck they're for cap they're going to be having a little bit of defenseman bit of forwards so either way the leafs are going to have to waive either martin jones or joseph wolf and let's face it Chances are most likely that Martin Jones will be being waived by the Toronto Maple Leafs before the start of the season, in which case another team will be claiming Martin Jones. Uh, so, yeah, like I honestly, when I first saw this, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this guy I've shit talked on last year uh, or a lot the past couple of years. His numbers are fine. Like, you know, maybe last year, yeah, he played well on a 
on a Seattle team, maybe his save percentage could be better. But if you look at his career numbers, they kind of shocked me typing this in. Those are kind of admirable. Uh, he was good in San Jose for like the first two, three years of his career, but then just kind of fell off a fucking cliff after he got paid. Um, but yeah, like realistically, this guy's probably not going to play any games for the least. So I don't know why the fuck we're even talking about it. But hey, that's where we are in uh, in August 11th in the summertime here. Uh, if it came down to it and you had to choose between Martin Jones and Joseph Wool, you kind of have to go with the kid, with the, the younger kid, 24, 25 years old with a little bit of a higher upside here so uh i don't know but if for whatever reason he does clear waivers which never happens to the leafs then there you go you got yourself a third you know a third kind of sling goalie with some goaltender death but uh yeah i don't i don't really know that's pretty much it what do you think boys i th- I think no one's gonna claim him if he goes through waivers i mean he was on it was on the market for, for this long he's he's a, you don't think a, anybody will claim him for 875 grand no, he he's worse than than a than a league average goalie. The league average save percentage last year hit a a low since 2005-06, where it was 901. It was 904 last year. Jones hasn't had a 909 save percentage above 900 since 2018. Like five years, oh, oh, over five seasons ago, five straight seasons of under 900 save percentage. Like like what are the I guess it's having a, like a, a third goalie option if Samsonov or Irwall gets hurt. I did not know Wall is not waiver eligible, so like I thought he would just you know get the full time in the AHL, but no, he he should be the backup. I I can't imagine Wall would would, would go through waivers, so maybe they'll make up an injury for Martin Jones and he'll be like a like a goalie coach kind of a little bit there. But I mean, Halak was uh, probably a better option if if the Leafs were actually looking for someone that might play some games. But looking at the other free agents, Brian Elliott probably going to retire, Hutchinson, Aaron Dell, John Gillies, Kudobin, like. I, I don't know. Martin Jones in, in Toronto. It, it's just funny based, based off uh, all the shit talk we've been doing of him over the years. And I don't know. He, he must be a fantastic guy in the locker room because he keeps getting jobs despite having a safe percentage, you know, 10, 10 points below league average, if not more. Well, there's a lot of desperate teams. I mean, the Kraken had to get him because they had Philip Gruber and Chris Treaser, and uh, they were the only reason why they uh, were picking, what are they, picks fourth that year when they got Shane Wright? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're just desperate teams. Like Martin Jones was. Yeah, he's not that bad. Um. As Talon said, he was surprised by the numbers when he's typing them out. Seemed like he was worse, but uh, yeah, a lot of that's inflated by his earlier years when he showed some promise and got a starting job with the Sharks and all that. Um. But yeah, uh, I guess those those pro scouts and GMs haven't heard uh, enough of the older episodes when Tom was heaping so much praise on him. Uh, <laughs> that, that, what are you talking about? We deleted all that. That doesn't exist. Yeah, he'll be he'll be uh, picked up on the first uh, waiver wire claim around. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't have much else to say. It's uh, fucking Martin Jones. He's, I'll be surprised if, um, if he's in the Leafs lineup come uh, game one. I agree as well. I agree as well. But you know what? Good on him, bro. Like, he's sticking around getting in the league. You know, that's... That's good shit. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, all right, let's keep it moving here. Some news coming out of another Canadian market. Canadian market uh, often slept on in this show a little bit here. But the Vancouver Canucks were able to sign center Pia Sutter to a two years, uh, $1.6 million AAV contract. Uh, Sutter is, uh, is it Sutter or Suter? How do you pronounce it, Joel? Suter? Suter, he's uh, Swiss. Suter. He's not one of the he's not one of the Sutters, one of the twenty yeah. Sutter brothers around. Exactly. So it is Pia Suter. My mistake to everybody in Switzerland. Uh, twenty seven years old. He had uh, two hundred sixteen career games with forty three goals, forty four assists for eighty seven. <laughs> 
points. Uh, that's a garlic burp there. Uh, last year, he had 24 points, uh, 14 goals, and 10 assists in 79 games with Detroit. Uh, you know, a little bit interesting pickup for the Canucks. You're kind of solidifying, but a center death, whether he sleeps into the uh, fourth or third kind of line. Julie, I know, I know you're not really like a massive Canucks fan, but you do live in the city. you got a good pulse of what's going on there sometimes. What are your thoughts here on uh, on the signing of Pia Sutter? Or well, it's, a, it's a surprise seeing the AAV, you know, with all those years of terrible GMs, including uh, the last one, Jim Benning. I, I was kind of a little surprised by the 1.6, especially when uh, players are getting uh, a lot bigger salaries than that. And this guy, he's not a, he's not a scrub. He's a, he's a pretty decent player. He's, he's a above average bottom sixer, I would say, and very versatile. He could play center, play wing. And that's exactly what the Canucks need, given their lack of depth. Um yeah, I mean, uh, Teddy Bluger and Neil Zaman are the third and fourth centers right now, and uh, they won't be after this trade, because I think that Suter will slot right in there on the, on the third line. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is what the Canucks need. They need, need to clear some cap space now. They always have, but uh, I guess the, the word is that uh, Tyler Myers will move moved out at some point, maybe Connor Garland, so that's another uh, bottom six you got to replace. So, yeah, this is a very good pickup by the Canucks. I'm not used to saying that uh, about this team. Yeah, I mean, the P.S. Sutter has, has been on, you know, some, some bad teams. This great Red Wings for the past two years, Blackhawks for, for the first year of his career. So he, he's he's in that, you know, the Canucks are kind of, I don't know, it's not a rebuild, it's like a transition period. I, I don't know what they're trying to do in Vancouver, but yeah, he'll be a, a good third line guy there. Um, he has skill. He, he put up 30 goals in his final year over there in, in the Swiss A-League, had 53 points in 50 games. So he, he could put the puck in the net. He, he can, you know, Probably a solid two-way player. He just seems like a solid pickup for the Canucks. I'm surprised that he was still out there and being able, willing, able to to, to sign for, you know, such a such a small contract given given his track record. I, I could think maybe, you know, a contender. I, I could see he's like a a guy you would expect the Lightning to pick up for like a million dollars. Put him on the fourth line, he'll score like two big two big goals in the playoffs. So maybe the Canucks are uh, hoping for that. He must love skiing. He came here for Whistler. That's why he took the discount. <laughs> being, a, yeah. being a, a swiss guy they, they like the alps that's a good point i didn't even think about that um yeah man i don't know like, this is this is a good signing like julie said for the aav you know this is a player like it's not this is some scrub this is an nhl player whether he's you know a bottom six you know fourth line player maybe you know potential third line player he's 27 years old so he kind of is what he is at this point as ryan said before things um but yeah, it's, it's with the AV of $1.6 million, a two-year contract to a little bit of term. If this guy can put up, you know, maybe 15 goals for you a season or something like that, playing on the fourth line, third line, there's nothing wrong with that, man. So uh, I, I think it's a strong, uh, I wouldn't say a strong signing, but a decent signing for uh, for the Canucks. If you're sitting there ripping apart a fucking P.S. Suter signing on a fourth line for $1.6 million, then I think you got I think you got bigger problems on your hand, bro. But yeah, good for the kid, good for the organizations. It's good to see, uh, good to see the Canucks doing well. I always kind of like the Canucks a little bit. So hell yeah, man, that's fucking gold, baby. There's not a lot I know, of uh, you out there in Toronto. <laughs> Honestly, you'd be surprised there is. We talked about this before. Nobody in Toronto gives a fuck about Vancouver. So uh, you guys can hate us all you want, but we, we actually don't. We we don't mind you guys. We think you're kind of cool. Um, okay. Ads, what do we got right. here? Uh, we're brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite parlayed player props. Football season is right around the corner, and Parlay Play will have all your favorite props. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas. Plus, for our good friends up north, that, that's you too, Parlay Play is available oh. in a bunch of provinces in Canada for you Canadians that love parlays. And when you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. 
head over to parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. Jolie, how much do you love Parley? (laughs) Yeah, they they (laughs) sure know how to target their audience. (laughs) We're not the audience, bro. We're not listening to this shit. We just fucking (laughs) talk to this shit. Um, Hopefully they don't listen to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Parley company. No, we can't say that. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, A little bit of news coming out today. This is something that we have touched on on the show uh, a couple months ago. I think you guys remember we talked about it. Um, It it was something that was kind of rumor and speculation before, or rumor and innuendo, if you will, uh, before this all went down. But it has now been made official. The Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, which is a subsidiary of the CHL, that's Canadian Junior Hockey, uh, QMJHL, has officially banned fighting. Now, if you listen to the show long enough, you know where we stand. And I'll tell you right now, I've been listening to a couple podcasts today that have been covering this kind of stuff. And I'm sorry, man. There's so many fucking pussies in the hockey community, especially in the hockey podcast community, being like, oh, this is a step in the right direction. You can't have kids fighting each other, you know, on TV and for profit and all this stuff. You can't have all this. Well, why don't you just grow the fuck up, okay? This is absolute bullshit. This is major junior hockey. This is the highest level that these kids can play in the fucking world. Ryan, I'm sorry. I know that the United States Development Program is, is you know, it's been an exceptional program over the past couple years they've really took a stride in the right direction i know that collegiate hockey ncaa they have no fighting as well and there's still an excellent development program some great players that come out of that league as well but when it comes to and same with russia the mhl no they would never fucking do this in russia let's just get that straight but for god damn it for the most part a majority of the greatest players in the fucking world come through the goddamn chl including the whl the OHL, and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And for the Q to come out here and say we're getting rid of fighting is absolute straight horse shit. Now, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Let's realize why this happened. Because I listened to a lot of shows today, and nobody talked about the why. They just talked about, oh, this is good. I'm a fucking little hero bitch, and this is good. No, it's not. So let's backtrack here. Do you know whose fault this is? This is fucking China's fault. You can blame this all in fucking China. And you want to know why? Because this implication of this rule is a goddamn direct result of COVID-19. If you look at what happened in 2012 during COVID, when there was no junior hockey being played in Canada, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League took a loan from the Quebec government for $12 million. And you know, everybody was against this, but you know who was pushing for this loan? It was Isabel Charest, okay? She is the commissioner of sports, or not a commissioner, but the, what is it, the minister of sports in the province of Quebec. And she's been pushing to try and decrease body checking in minor hockey for fucking years in this city, for trying to get fighting out of this fucking league for the longest time. And when it finally came when this league was at a point of weakness asking the government for a bailout essentially she was fucking gung-ho to make sure they got their money and they got 12 million dollars from the fucking quebec uh what do you call it provincial government and she spearheaded the movement now finally the implications of this have come full swing she's wearing the fucking pants she said yeah and this was part of the deal you can look into fucking newspaper articles for the quebec gazette the fucking point this exact same thing out that she agreed to fucking give this this money if they were to look into removing fighting from the league and sure as shit here we are fucking three years later and it happened so congratulations illabella fucking chassette you fucking piece of shit you dumb 
I'm not going to say the B word because that's that could be bad. I could have something bad happen to me. But honestly, like this is a direct result of that. You got your wish. Congratulations. You watered down one of the best fucking junior leagues in the world. But guess what's going to happen when these Quebec teams make it to the Memorial Cup? Someone's just going to beat the shit out of these fucking players. Okay, so I don't know. You guys might not agree with it, but I'm just stating the facts. All of this you can look up. All of this actually happened. They took a $12 million fucking loan from the Quebec government. Not even a loan. Just money. They didn't pay that shit back. But fucking, so this is what you get. They, she bought the league, essentially. She bought out the league to get the, what she wanted. So that fucking sucks. Fuck Isabella Charest. The Ramparts will be all right in the Memorial Cup. They got fucking Patty Wah behind the bench. Yeah. He'll fight it. What's the rule of coaches fighting players? Is there that okay? <laughs> I, I was unaware about about that whole like you know buying that that situation, but uh, the QMJHL as soon as a fight occurs, those engaged must be systematically ejected from the game. Any player found to have instigated the fight will also receive an automatic one game suspension, and the person declared to be the aggressor during the fight will receive a minimum of two automatic game suspension. Um, an automatic game suspension is imposed starting with the player's second fight of the season. Uh, on top of what what uh, what I just read there, so they're not getting rid of it. They're just you know. I mean, but they are getting rid of it. That's what they're doing. And, you know, I know how you two stand on here. And so I, I have to be the one to kind of go against it. And, yeah, it, it, it's bullshit. I, I hate the – what I hate most is them trying to take the body checking out of, like, 12-year-old hockey, like peewee hockey. It's like, that's when players should be learning to take a hit. You don't want them to be 13, you know, growing growing into, into you know, adult bodies, playing against people that haven't quite hit that growth spurt yet. And having these big hits, big, big kids hit the, hit the little ones. You have to have some physicality throughout the whole thing. But you know, what? I, I I understand the movement for this. But there's and it's, sorry to stop in the right direction, whatever. But you're never going to get to what you want to get to. You're never going to change how physical of a game hockey is because that's what make makes hockey hockey. You can get rid of fighting. You can get rid of whatever. No, you just get cheap shots left and right, and there's no way to police the game on the ice. The one, the one thing that makes you question it is like you, you read like the Derek Bugard book, you, you read stories like that about how enforcers, you know, they, they couldn't sleep the night before because they know their teams were fanning, were, were uh, counting on them to fight even back, back in the junior leagues. But yeah, th- this is ma- major junior hockey. They know what they're signing up for, that they know what they're getting. There should be some sort of better way of going about it. You, you don't want, you know, kids punching each other ahead, but that's a, that's a part of hockey. And, and that's what a part of hockey is going to be forever. I feel like, I feel like the NHL could never ban fighting. That's absolutely not, not possible. I don't think any professional hockey could really ban fighting because that's what the fans want to see. They want to see goal scoring. They want to see good saves. They want, they want to see phys- physicality. And that's what makes hockey hockey. And this is one of the, the three major junior leagues in, in Canada doing that. I, I wonder if um, we'll see any players, you know, I'm not sure what the player pool is for for those uh, different leagues, but I'm not sure if players are you can choose where they're going. Maybe we'll see a, a, uh, d- differentiating in where where players go up there in Canada. But yeah, this is um, we talked about this when it was it was rumored. It's it's no one's going to agree on on what's best. You, you want to get rid of some of the most dangerous things in hockey, but just banning fighting entirely is is not the way to do it. So I believe as part of players go, so there's a draft for each league, the OHL, QHL, the Quebec Major Junior League, and the WHL. They draft out of uh, primarily midget AAA hockey, your first year of midget. So you'd be like 15 years old or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I believe as a player, you have to declare which league you want to be eligible for for the draft. I believe that's go. true. I don't know if that's 100% true or not, but I believe that's, that's kind of how that works. So maybe you'll see guys that either... 
know, are drawn to this, you know, like skilled players to say, yeah, I want to go play in this league and put up fucking yeah. a jillion goals because nobody can touch me. Or maybe you'll see players that, yeah, I don't want to be in a league where I can't fucking fight somebody. So I don't know. Sorry, Joel, what were you going to say? I was going to ask Ryan. He, he started that off saying this is a step in the right direction, but ended it by saying uh, uh, that this isn't going to do anything. No, I was I, I was saying I understand the people that are saying it's a step in the right direction. But those people, their ultimate goal is like no fighting in hockey, having a no hit zone in like major junior hockey. Like you're not going to get there. You want to make yeah. hockey safer. So like I understand what they're saying by that, but I disagree with it. Okay, well, yeah, I stand with Talon here, of course. Um, but I thought that this already happened, so uh, it's it's not news to me. <laughs> I didn't know that they're still delivering about it. But of course, they're never going to go back to fighting. It's not like they would do this whole discussion, all this big drama, and then all of a sudden, okay, fighting's back on, boys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this this doesn't uh, do anything for me. I've already shed my tears over the lack of fighting. Um, in this league not that i ever watched it but uh the ramifications of it could be serious going down the line even in the nhl which is definitely a less physical game than before so unlike ryan i do think that uh hockey is not immune to becoming soft um it's definitely become a lot softer in the past 20 30 years tell you that much and uh so yeah i don't have much else to say there um yeah, that's just, of, of course, it's the French who get rid of it first. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. I know, right? They fucking get any worse. If there's anything worse than Canadian, it's a fucking French-Canadian. Like, Jesus Christ. Apparently, um, uh, draft eligibility is based on the parents' full-time residence by looking at housing needs. So maybe, you know, you'll, you'll get these parents moving out of Quebec or moving to Quebec if they have. Dude, there's some shit. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you firsthand. Like, when I was playing junior, there's some shady shit. Oh, like, we, had sure. kids, we had kids on our team who technically, like, their parents listed the kids' address as their uncle because they were in a different county and therefore we're eligible to play for a different yep. team like there's some shady ass shit and ways to go around that man so yeah, same same shit happens with with baseball in the states too. yeah i imagine so probably the exact fucking same like mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's crazy dude but uh and also i just want to say like uh so i was playing that shit when i was fucking 16 17 years old i watched 21 year olds beat the fuck out of 16 year olds and you know what <laughs> every time those fuck actually not even because you're only allowed to have one 16 year old on your team so it's primarily 17 year olds so mm -hmm. I, every time i've seen that shit like these kids knew what they were getting into from the very fucking get-go right and so uh I, I think people just need to get off their high horse a little bit oh we don't want to see kids fighting well guess fucking what bro maybe we should because it's pretty goddamn entertaining and it's pretty fucking fun to watch so uh, that's all i'm gonna say like, if you don't like it how you don't fucking watch it then simple as that so i don't know um all right we're gonna move into something here we got something a little bit planned we can we can keep this nice and we don't gotta go too crazy into this but boys we got another segment and before we get into this segment i would just like to say that uh our host of this show ryan gilbert and joel meyer are excellent human beings they're both you know they're what's the word they're they're there's a word i'm thinking of here they're they're good people good members of society if you will uh outstanding citizens i think that's the term i was looking for and so they do not know what this segment is about i kept this one under wraps here so if there's any complaints about this segment if there's any outrage which I, I our listeners are pretty cool so hopefully fucking all of our pals nobody will be too mad but just in case anybody catches wind of this i would just like to clarify now that joel meyer and ryan gilbert had nothing to do with the creation of this segment but i digress here we go we just talked a little bit about fucking Isabella Charest 
and her asshole fucking, she's a ministerial sport in fucking Quebec and how much she sucks and ruined the fighting in Quebec. And you know what? I'm like, okay, you know, this chick, she's ruining the sport. She's bringing it down. She's bringing down the league. She's a detriment. She's she's not good. She's making a watered-down product. She sucks. But if you take a look at this chick, she's got a pretty nice fucking set of tits on her. So it gave me the idea for a segment here. And you know how we do things on this show. We have a segment called... Isabella oh, Charest, Isabella Charest, or the big old titties on her chest, baby. Oh. And now what we're going to do here is I'm going to bring up certain players throughout the league, and this is from a contract point of view. You How guys do you spell gonna... her name? i got, I got to do some research here. <laughs> uh, you, you can find it out later. Isabella Charest. Um, so I'll tell you what, what I'm going to... talking gonna... about, Talon? Uh, she's got some nice tits, okay? So I'm going to name these players' fucking names, and you're going to tell me if they're a bummer, if they suck, if, they fucking, if they're ruining the team, if they're bringing the team down with their contracts, or if their contracts are kind of worth it a little bit. You know, I get they're a little bit overpaid. You know, there's some back problems going on, but it's worth it in the long run. So we're going to play Isabella Charest or the big old titties on her chest. Do you guys understand the rules? I, I don't know. I don't, because she's... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you... Uh... I'm not seeing any uh, anything worth uh, celebrating here. <laughs> is, is the player worth his cap hit or not? Is, is, exactly. Is the segment. Okay. But you got to say, is it Illabella Charest for the big old titties on her chest? That's that's how this works, you know. Uh, I mean, we're in, we're in the depths of the offseason here, but this this could get us canceled. We'll we'll see. <laughs> well, let's fucking go for it. All right. First name on the docket for the game, Isabella Rest or the big old Wait, titties. Which one on is chest. which? Which one is which? Oh, so Isabella Charest sucks and the titties are good. So if he's, do I even if, have to say so, that? So if he's overpaid, it's Isabel Charest. Yeah, if you think okay. that he doesn't bring value. F- you do have to contract. say that. She's like 60 years old, man. Yeah, well, she's got some, whatever. 60-year-olds can have some nice titties. Come on, Joel. Uh, Just go along you're, with you're the You're younger than I am. I'm on Joel's side. You're, you're a freaking uh, milf hunter here. <laughs> Gmail G- G- hunter. Milf, G-Milf, it's soon to be Milf, baby. That's fucking This cool. is why Tal never told us about this thing. <laughs> if he was like, oh, it's just about, like, you know, contracts and stuff, I'd be like, oh, yeah, great. Why? What's wrong? Why can't we just play the game? You know? Can, go ahead. We'll play the game. All right. First name on the docket. This player plays for the Buffalo Sabres. We are talking none other than Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner is 31 years old. He signed an eight-point, uh, or sorry, an eight-year, nine million dollar contract. He has four years remaining on his deal. Ryan Gilbert, would you call Jeff Skinner Isabella Charest, or is he the big old titties on her chest? I mean, it looks like he, Jeff Skinner got some implants for last season after you know being one of the worst contracts in the uh, in the league. Still has nine million dollar cap hit at age 31 through 2027. Kind of going to be the, the the he's the only player over uh, the age of 29 on the Sabers under contract right now, which is kind of a fun fact there. But um, yeah, prob- probably Isabella Charest here. He's probably still overpaid. I don't think he's going to put up another 35 goals, 82 points. So I, I would go with the uh, overpaid Isabella Charest. Awful option here. Okay, definitely. Yeah, there's there's no world in which Chef Skinner is. Uh has titties even as nice even as ugly as uh, isabel stress here uh i mean he's getting up there in years too but uh not not quite 52 so yeah isabel charest i'm not even sure if that's how you say it which would which would wreck your rhyme i know but, uh, i know i was worried about that too, is it too. no and charest would be r-e-t oh but yeah there's an e-s in there so it's charest 
might be the T that's not pronounced. I don't know French well enough to say, but uh, we're going to we'll go with Tal's pronunciation for now. But it's yeah, Isabelle. I know that it's, there's no L. Uh. The the school of pronunciation on YouTube says Charette. Charette. We're we're going with Charette. It's like in Office when they did the Saber Sabre song. So we're going with Charette for the sake of the bit. Okay. The the titties on her on her chain don't doesn't doesn't know exactly. exactly. That is that, that's just I, I got you. That's just yeah. stupid. Who would say that? Um, for myself, I'm kind of with you guys on Jeff Skinner here. Uh, this is definitely uh, Isabel Charest. Uh, you know, at one point, this guy was fucking sick. Like, this guy was the youngest player to play in the All-Star game at one point when he was like 18 years old in his first year in Carolina. He was absolutely sick. Uh, he got his money. Hasn't necessarily worked out that great in Buffalo. But last year was a step in the right direction. So we still got four years left on the deal. I think this is salvageable. I can't commit to being at some big, good, nice old titties on the chest, but it's salvageable. It could be. We could get there. I'm not saying we're there, but we could get there. But even then, he's 33 years old. He'd be what, like 30? Or no, he's 31, so he'd be like 35 the time this contract's over. It's going to be pushing it close, bro. But keep on moving, Jeff Skinner. Let's go. Um, all right, next on the list, we got this player. Plays for the Philadelphia Flyers. He's a defenseman. His name is Rasmus Ristolainen. He signed a five-year, $5.1 million contract. He has four years left. He is 28 years old. Ryan Gilbert. Is Rasmus Ristolainen, Isabella Charest, or is he the big old titties on her chest? He is uh, Isabella Charest. It's, uh, do, I have to, do I have to explain it? Like, I mean, uh, I know he, he improved a bit last year. Uh, Charlie O'Connor, good, good, good friend, Voskaki, athletic, wrote that he, he, you know, the Flyers fixed him a little bit, but he's still horrific at, at uh, zone exits, puck retrievals. He, he goes out of the way to hit people. Uh, yeah, he, he's awful. Oh, he's a Chuck Fletcher signing, so yeah, that mm-hmm. says all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, he knows more about the Flyers and about this guy than I do. So, yeah, I'll go with Isabel Charest. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys, man. This guy, although we should be told like $5.1 million isn't the worst cap. If the cap does go up, which we all know how I feel about it, but if it does go up, you know, worst comes to worst, this won't be a detrimental contract. But, yeah, you want to see these guys playing better, right? So I'm with you guys. Still 28 years old, though, so we'll see. Um, this next one here. Funnily Ruben- Ruben- enough, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen's top two contract comparables are uh, Maple Leafs legend TJ Brody signed in 2020 and uh, Vancouver Canucks legend Tyler Myers. So uh, we're all involved on this. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Myers. I feel like one of these players is better than the other, bro. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're going to keep it moving here. We're going to go right down the list. We're going over to Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to one Mikhail Sergachev. Mikhail Sergachev signed an eight-year, $8.5 million contract. That contract kicks off at the start of this year, so there's eight years left. He is 25 years old. Mr. Joel Meyer, I'm throwing it to you on this one. Mikhail Sergachev, is he Isabel Charest, or is he your big old titties on his chest? Well, he is from uh, Quebec, originally played with the Canadians, so yeah, we'll, we'll go with the big old titties for this one. Uh, great deal there. That's uh, one of the uh, better contracts well, there's a bunch of decent contracts in the Lightning, but uh, he's, he's looking a lot better than Victor Hedman's, especially the way he played last year. He became the best uh, defenseman on the team last year. So, yeah, that's a hell of a deal for for the Lightning here. And, and playing in his prime and getting him at uh, that reasonable cap pit. So, titties all the way. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll go with those tiggle biddies there. I mean, I, I could see Sergachev <laughs> being a... Being a uh... He's not going to win the Norris because he's not going to get enough points. But if he gets, you know, the power play one time, Hedman gets hurt or something, and people realize how good he is, he could finally get um, that recognition. He's, he's he's only 25. Like I mean, people remember him him being traded when he was 18, 19, and then that Jonathan Drew trade. But yeah, he's going to be good for a long time. 
I agree too. I'm right there with you guys, man. Like Miko Sergeyev's a fucking dog. Yes, he's not necessarily the biggest player out there, but he plays with a lot of fucking fight, a lot of grit. We love to see that. And let's remember who he's learning from too here, man. This guy's getting notes for one of the best defensemen to ever play the fucking game in Victor Hedman. So that's going to carry on throughout the rest of his career. Uh, eight years, $8.5 million contract at 25 years old. This guy is the definition of big old titties on the chest. Let's fucking go, Miko Sergeyev, baby. Uh, okay, moving down the list again. We're going to keep the Russian vibe going on here. I like this a little bit. We're going out to Washington. Uh, this one's a little bit different because the term's not as uh, substantial as the other ones. But we're going to talk about one cokehead of the league, Evgeny Kuznetsov. Evgeny Kuznetsov originally signed an eight-year, uh, $7.8 million contract. He has two years left on the deal. He is 31 years of age currently. Ryan Gilbert, is Evgeny Kuznetsov uh, Isabella Charest, or is he the big old Russian titties on the chest? <laughs> I mean, he's he's fine, I guess, when he signed the contract back in uh, 2017. It's a pretty good contract. He was a, a top six center for them. He has had some injury and other issues uh, for, yeah. But, but yeah, it's a, uh, he's, I don't know if he's one way or the other. It's just, it's like what we discussed with, with, with the Capitals. They're just in this gray area. But, you know, he, he won a cup there. He won a cup on this contract. So I'll go with the uh, big old Teddy's there. Hell yeah. It was not Alexander Ovechkin who was the best player in their cup run. It was this guy, Evgeny Kuznetsov. He should have won the Conn Smythe that year, in my opinion. Um, but after that, he's been a stinker. So uh, as, as of now, <laughs> he's definitely a, an Isabel Charest uh, making this much money. But a lot of that has to do with he doesn't want to be here in Washington. Seems like he's been trying to get out of here like uh, Tarasenko got out of the Blues. It's actually a very similar similar situation with Tarasenko winning the cup and then wanted to get out of St. Louis. Same thing here. Maybe he felt that he should have won the Constant as well. Um, but uh, yeah, he's been dissatisfied the last couple of years in Washington. So uh, that explains some of his bad play. But yeah, you can only base uh, base this game on the play on the ice and the projecting forward. And uh, that's not so good. So definitely um, Isabel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think it kind of oh, got you're, really rotten. You're the most biased guy in the, in all media when it comes to the Russians. No, it's not even that. You know you're the anti-Don Cherry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm fucking Chom Dairy, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Um, did, we, did we talk about Ron McLean get, getting let go? Did Ron McLean get... Who fucking cares? Thank God. Overdue. Yeah, same. Yeah, How does Ryan know? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it was buried in a bunch of those those layoffs. Well, like fuck Ron McLean, you know what? Actually, He's probably... I think I remember hearing about that. And oh realize. no, he's he is coming back. Never mind. Sorry, okay, Tom. No, sorry, no, sorry. That sucks. Fuck that guy. Oh, we get we well, get to hear all about uh, the time he, he saw a kid buying apples on the side of the road, and, uh, and turns out he was from Oshawa, and then his dad was a, a player. <laughs> yeah, his dad was selling crack or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Going to Teddy's and getting corned beef sandwiches with a side of fucking meth. Let's go. Um, <laughs> That's not what I was going for, but all that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know much about Oshawa, bro. <laughs> um, all right, you know, uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying with with the Ron McLean. He likes those long, so meandering stories of Jimmy Nevin. Of course, yeah. He's, he's, he's going to talk about how this guy's uncle used to fucking dig or was a miner in the fucking coal fields of somewhere New Brunswick. They used to have the first ever junior <laughs> B team to ever exist right, in the right, county. Right. There you go. Way, way from player in 1947 or something fucking stupid like that so uh fuck ron mcclain bro uh my thoughts on Evgeny Kuznetsov. i'm here with ryan on this one dude like if, if this guy had more years left on his contract <laughs> oh come on don't do that to me bro this, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I didn't even look at it before i did this segment so i'm just making it up get that off my screen <laughs> um i'm going <laughs> so because there's only two years left on this contract 
Um, yeah, like if, if this was like four years, five years left, I'd say this guy is Isabel Shiraz for sure. But you know what? He helped win this team a cup. Julie touched on him. He was absolutely unbelievable uh, on his cup run. And, you know, he's still got to be good for maybe, what, like 15, 20 goals a season or so. It's a lot of money, 7.8. But you got to give some credit to what he did. So I'm going to go with Evgeny Knetsov as the big old Russian titties on the chest. Uh, okay, moving down, a couple left here. Uh, we're going to head over to Dallas. We're going down to Texas, baby. Uh, we're going to talk about one Tyler Sagan. Tyler Sagan signed an eight-year, $9.85 million contract. He has four years left on this deal. He was currently 31 years of age. Uh, Joel Meyer, is Tyler Sagan Isabel Charest, or is he the big old titties on her chest? Oh, definitely, definitely uh, Isabel once again. Just another old guy who got... Paid too much in his younger years and uh, didn't didn't really deliver. I mean, he's actually had a bit of a resurgence under Peter DeBoer last year, but uh, before that, he was absolutely putrid and unplayable, really. Um, so yeah, he's getting paid way too much, and he's still. Uh, how many years he has left? Does he have left? Four years left. Four years. Two. Fuck! This guy is the biggest Isabel. He's, <laughs> he's uh, Isabel when she's 104. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at, looking at his contract. It was signed before the 2018 season, which was when he had, he had his best season, uh, 82 games, 80 points. But since then, he's just he got he got his bag, and, and since then, it's just been sagging down. So uh, very much like Isabel Charest there. <laughs> I, uh, she's a gorgeous woman. What are you talking about, Brian? Jesus Christ, she's a, she's the finest thing you can get. You have all Quebec to choose from, and that's the one you choose. <laughs> uh, okay, as far as Tyler Sagan goes, I'm right there with you guys, man. Like, I, I want to not be though. Like, I used to really think this guy was an absolute fucking stud because he was. Like, when he was younger, he was a hell of a player. Um, I don't know what's really been going on. Maybe I just don't see him enough because he's in Dallas. But I feel like that's not the case. I feel like with Tyler Sagan at a uh, 9.85 mil for the next four years. Is definitely a little bit of a detriment to the Dallas Stars. Um, all right, moving down. Uh, we got uh, I do we got one or two more. Let me know one or two more because I can choose between two guys. I got two left written up. You guys will just want to do one. Is zero yeah. an option? No, we're doing one. Okay, <laughs> we're going to the we're going out to New Jersey here. Okay, we're gonna talk one man by the name of titties. Andre <laughs> of titties by the name of Andre Palat. Andre Palat signed a five-year, $6 million deal. He has four years left on this deal. He's 32 years of age. Obviously, we know the success and uh, how important he was to the Tampa Bay Lightning throughout a lot of their uh, successful years. Joel Meyer, when it comes to Andre Palat, is he Isabel Charest or is he the big old titties on the chest? Well, when you said we're going to Jersey, I thought that you'd pick one of uh, all their good contracts, but you just happened to pick like the only bad one of them all. So once again... Why do you, what's you, you keep picking all the old guys who get paid too much uh, later in their career? Well, um, it's what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can only say go. It, it's Isabel, but it doesn't matter. Tom Fitzgerald's doing such a good job with all those other picks. Uh, they can afford a little bit of an overpayment here for uh, the veteran who got his bag as well after after winning a cup. Yeah, but Palat, Palat won, won a cup down there in Tampa Bay. He he got his bag, and he's just riding it out. You know, he'll probably have a, a big goal in the playoffs. People like, oh, that's why they signed him. That's why they signed him. But no, you gave him $6 million for five years. He's not going to be worth the contract at all. Also, I was looking more into Tyler Sagan. He's had, like, knee, hip, torn labrums over the past five years. So that's probably what's been his his downfall. That's what happens when you sign older guys, though. That's, that's the risk uh-huh, you run. Yeah. Where Give them steroids. They need steroids. Once it's yes! Done. Fuck yes! Exactly. Uh, just fucking stem cells or something. Let's go. Cool. Like half of Tyler Sagan's injuries were coming on, uh, you know, Friday nights at the, at the <laughs> dive. At the, just right there. All ice non-contact. Or those uh, those ice girls in Dallas are here are pretty good. 
not Hell not yeah. like uh unlike Isabel Charest. That, that's commendable though. That's apparently she was a speed skater back in the yeah, day. I, I thought the name say, sounds familiar. She's a, she's she's a third time med- Olympic medalist for, for yeah. the great, yeah. great nation of Canada, and you're just and, slagging her off. Yeah, she yeah. said she didn't have great tits. What the fuck, Joel? Yeah, maybe in '94, '98 when I was watching well, her, and I was like six years old. Well, Joel's first crush. He's gonna, he's exactly. gonna go back this, and look. This, <laughs> I probably have bigger tits than what she had when she was a speed skater. You know, there they go flat as fuck to get all the uh, the uh, what, do, what do you call it? aerodynamics? Aerodynamic, yeah. Joel, Joel Meyer or the big old titties on his chest? Yeah, exactly. Coming up next episode. Right. <laughs> Uh, for myself, I think you guys are out to lunch here, man. I know Andre Platt didn't have a great year last year, his first one in New Jersey. And part of it is saying what Ryan said. This guy just has a knack for showing up when it actually counts. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of being a bit biased. I'm basing this off what I saw, you know, maybe two or three years ago when he was with Tampa. This guy just showed up. And when guys were suppressing the front line of Point and Kucherov, guess who always showed up for that fucking team and was able to put the biscuit in the basket? Even in the regular season, it was Andre Palat. So, yes. Four years left, you know, he's 32 years old. It's not necessarily the greatest contract, but I think uh, this guy can definitely still show up for you when it counts. So I'm going to go with them big old fucking titties all over the chest. Uh, so looking at uh, Andre Palat's stats, he has a career high of 23 goals. His yep. only season of scoring more than 18 goals that came in his rookie year. He finished second in Calder voting that year to um, who won Calder? Nathan McKinnon. And okay. he, he, he's and then he's been he's been great in the playoffs. He had, he had, he had 11 goals in the uh, Lightning's run to the uh, the Cup there a few years ago. So yeah, he shows up when it matters. But his regular season numbers, you look at them, they're just awful. That's fair, man. But you know, a team with playoff aspirations like New Jersey, it's good to have that kind of championship in the room or champion winner in the room, right? So mm-hmm. cool definitely not the worst of these uh, old man contracts. Hell yeah, no, about. definitely not. Hell yeah. Um, all right, I had one more, but we're, we don't got to do it. We can save this for next year's segment when we rip on this yeah. fucking French bitch. So. Uh, all right, boys, that was our show. Uh, thank you for entertaining me. Again, if anybody wants to cancel us, you cannot cancel Ryan and Joel. You can only cancel me. I am held responsible for this segment. Uh, anything else you want to add here before we wrap things up? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, everybody go check out the SGP or the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We got fucking golf. We got fucking hockey news coming out. We got NBA. I'm sure there's stuff going on. There's baseball. I'm sure there's tons going on. It's wrapping up. We're going to be pushing into playoffs soon. Uh, we got MMA. We got NASCAR. We got fucking F1. We got tennis. You know, everything's going on in the world of sports. Of course, you can find all the information at the SGPN website. Uh, be sure to check that all out. Read the articles. A lot of love goes into the articles, baby. You might not find hard holiday or hard quality hitting content that you do listening to this podcast in some of those articles, but God damn it. There's still some great shit in those articles. So be sure to go check it out. Uh, and be sure to listen to the other shows as well. Everybody's killing. Everybody's doing such a fucking good job, especially with college football coming up. The NFL is like going to be here in like a month or a month and a half or something like that. So that's fucking sweet. Uh, NBA is going to be here soon before you know it. NHL is going to be here soon before you know it. Uh, MLB playoffs are going to be here before you know it, man. So be sure to listen to all these shows. Check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Uh, those two do an absolutely fantastic job. Uh, and, uh, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. Just keep on Discording over there. You know, if you're, you're just typing a couple messages, a little type, 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 type. Hell, yeah, that's pretty fucking sick. We love it. We have a lot of fun. Uh, it's a fucking great time. I'm excited to see how the Discord goes this year, man. We're going to have a lot of fun in the season as well. And if you're listening, we haven't said this while. If you're listening to this show, and we're, oh, like, we're over 200-some episodes into this fucking goddamn show, if you've been listening to at least, like, 30 of them, 
you get your fucking ass in the Discord, man. There's no reason not to. Just do it. It's easy as shit. It's a good fucking time. And we're going to be banging on all cylinders come the start of the season. So I'm excited for that. Uh, if you want to get in the Discord and you're not in it, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Uh, or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Or uh, do, 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 do. you can be some Quebec ladies. You can be a, a foxy, silver stallion, unshaved super fox from quebec and if you just happen to be an unshaved fucking super fox old ass fucking gmail from quebec and you're roaming around those streets of the uh of the fucking vancouver surrounding area there is about a 72 percent chance not even there's a 68 percent chance 68 percent chance that you're gonna run into fucking mr joel meyer and you know why 68 because that's his favorite number because you can do him and he'll owe you one but if you fucking meet up with Joel Meyer and you're a foxy old fucking Quebec lady roaming around the streets of greater Vancouver area, he's going to fucking bang the shit out of you. And then after that, he'll tell you how to get into the Discord, baby. 6.9 like out of 10. Yeah? Yeah, and a 6.8 out of 10. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I never heard of that one before. <laughs> you do me and I'll owe you one. Yeah. <laughs> get in the Discord. You know, it's the off season. It's the time for you. I know your lurkers are out there. You're in the Discord. You're not saying anything. You're afraid you're going to get made fun of and then just written off. That's a part of the fun. Get in the Discord. We're going to have have a lurker a, a lurker friendly time here over, over the next few days. Maybe just the next few hours. We'll we'll see how long it lasts. But get in the Discord. And if you're still listening to this after all of that nonsense and you have not left this five star rating review, please go ahead and do that on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And, uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Leave us five big old Quebec titties out of five. That's what we want. Just put that in the comments. Talent's 10 out of 10 horny tonight. I feel, you know, I've had a couple. I didn't really eat much before I came home. Or I didn't eat at work today. So oh, all that garlic. What about the garlic wings? No, but I yeah, ate that right before. So I, I, was, I was drinking all day, and then I just started eating before the show. So, you know, it's, it down. Totally, the food hasn't done its stuff yet. But we're... we're yeah, it's going to be a hell of a night. I honestly, my girlfriend's out with her friends. I'm sitting here by myself, and this oh, is what happens right. when I'm left alone. So it's. I was, thinking about, your, I was thinking about your poor girlfriend. At least she's already out. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely not home right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much. What do we always say? This? My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter, Talon underscore Jenkins94. You can, my name is Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and apparently I'm going. Uh... You'll find me hunting or, or something. Maybe going out to the woods huh? tomorrow. Just got a text from my brother, so uh, maybe I won't be watching that Argos game on Sunday. Ooh. Watch out for bears in the woods. Tomorrow's Saturday, bro. What the fuck? I mean, I'm going tomorrow. He might get lost. Oh. Yeah, okay. we'll be back till late on Sunday, apparently. I see. Well, best of luck. Julie, I hope you get something good, and I will be eagerly awaiting to see pictures if you do. Hell yeah. I'll also be hunting for Lotto Max tomorrow. So if I win $55 million and you guys never hear from me again. I also want to see the pictures you were looking at when you decided to make Isabel's rest test I, uh, the, uh, okay. the standards. Full disclosure, full disclosure, I didn't look at a single picture of her. I just assumed that she had some wicked tits. So, uh, <laughs> I might be wrong. Yeah, a, a minister of sports <laughs> equals yeah. uh, excellent titties. Professional speed skater, baby. That gave me hope. That's all you can ask. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.